Well, welcome once again to Legacy Leadership Alliance. I'm Bishop Sean Cooper, and I am so blessed to share with you. Of course, Legacy Leadership Alliance is a weekly podcast dedicated to emerging generations and thought leaders for legacy transference in the marketplace, educational systems. Legacy Leadership Alliance four points are legacy, number one, legacy, mentorship, number two, PK Alliance, which is a pastor, kids alliance, and pastoral infrastructure. I want you to continue to tune in. Uh, Of course, we're dealing with the coronavirus. This is the season of transition and change. So we're going to have to reschedule the PK Alliance retreat in the near future. But listen, I want to talk to you today. I know that many of you are busy as leaders, pastors, business owners, and et cetera. And so I want to get right to the topic because I think it's relevant today as leaders. And I want to talk about uh, committed, committing to getting better and also breaking systems. Because the truth is, we must commit to get better by committing to change. Because getting better takes practice. It just doesn't happen. Now, there are things that has been set up for 27 years in New Creation Family Church. There was a system in play. We, we were winning souls. The church was growing. Uh, we created some innovative strategies of evangelism. And 95%, I would gather, of all of those things that we've created in 27 years changed in three days. I think that we are in a season of Psalms 144 and 1 as leaders. David said, Blessed be the Lord my God, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. This is a season for download, for innovation, creativity, that God may teach our hands to war and to win. And one of the ways for this to happen in this coronavirus season, in this economic catastrophic in many areas, seasons, season that we're in, the way that we're going to change and make impact in our nation, with, within our children, within the educational system, economical system, is that we must commit to getting better by committing to change. Listen, folks, I just got over the coronavirus And so this scripture about David saying, God is my strength. And then he said, teach my hands to war and my fingers to fight. Because this is the moment of committing to change, but also committing to war. David knew how to fight, but he came into some challenges that required greater insight of military strategy. Uh, Teach my hands to war teach my fingers to war. In other words, I need help on this next level because change is at the door. And I cannot wait uh, three years or five years. I, I need the information now. I need a divine download so I can win this war that I'm up against. And so I gotta commit my will to change and for God to speak the innovation and creativity that I need. And let's just be honest, internal stanima as a leader as well. The mental health issue is very, very extreme and important in this season. 
I was talking to my wife uh, the other day, and I was reading an article in Los Angeles that said that the the hotline in Los Angeles has increased 8,000% due to the coronavirus. They they said that the hotline took 22 calls related to COVID-19 in February, but one month later, the number soared to 1,800. If there was a time as leaders that we need the scripture that I quoted about David about teaching my hands to war, is now. As leaders, our faith must be alive. It must be alive and, and well. As I was going through the coronavirus, uh, there were fears sometimes. There were times where I felt um, that I would not have an opportunity to finish what got started in me. Um, there were so many mental and emotional battles because the coronavirus is, is a, a very complicated and complex disease. Uh, when it's in your body, you, you feel that it can touch almost any organ because it's totally different from the flu. Uh, flu is predictable, but this is unpredictable because it's new. It can affect your heart, your lungs. It can attack your, your organs in your body. So there is just a different thing, man. And when, you, when you're going through it, because you never felt those emotions before, uh, it, could, it can affect your thought life and, and tap into the emotional dynamic and cause fear, right? But when you recognize or you are clear on the mandate and purpose that God has given you as a leader, the, your faith come alive. In fact, uh, you that know somebody or... If you're going through the coronavirus right now, I want to encourage you. If Sean Cooper can make it, I believe you can make it and you're going to make it. We have several people within our church. My associate pastor, she had it. And and then our other associate pastors, they got it. And we we think where the origin came from, but we don't know. Right. Um, but through the grace of God, we're on the other side of it as as of now. And we're, uh, you know, becoming healthy. And I, I'm so grateful uh, for the Lord. But in the midst of this, there's, there is still a need to be committed uh, to get better. Not just physically, not just mentally, uh, mentally, but revelatory. Not just ec- economically, but revelatory information from the heavenlies that God would give me as a leader to not just navigate through the, the minefields are running from the virus, are running from the economics, but how to win when you are in it, right? When you, you, you're facing it head, I mean, you're, you're facing it eye to eye. The Bible says that uh, he has made us to sit with him in heavenly places. That's what the scripture says. I remember uh, several years ago, um, the Lord told me to go to uh, downtown and find the highest skyscraper in the city. And it was um, one of the banks in the city. I went to the top. And when God said, God said to me, the scripture, he's made us to sit with him in heavenly places, which is a place of authority. Right. And when a king sits down, it means his kingdom is in order. So. When he's made us to sit with him in heavenly places, it's a place that is higher than the tribulation. In other words, 
If the devil can keep you eye level, if you're eye level to the devil, he can intimidate you. But when you're elevated in an elevated place, in other words, a place of victory, a place of dominance by the revelation of the word of God. Okay, you're looking through a different lens and that's from a biblical lens. When you're sick with the coronavirus or when you're going through economic distress, you know you're going through it because God has given you word that your end, right, supposed to be a place of victory. You're, you're going to sit down in the place of authority, right? And, and you, you're not going to be eye level with the devil or the devil, you know, you're shorter than the devil. No, you're not shorter than the devil. You're taller than the devil because you're victorious and no weapon formed against you will prosper as a leader. I want you to understand that. So you, you, we have to commit to getting better. Joseph committing to getting better. David committed to getting better. Uh, I mean, I can go on and on. The great patriots of faith. And let's just talk about the natural thing. Michael Jordan committed to getting better. The story says that he was cut off. They cut him basically on the sophomore basketball team. But he went on to be the greatest basketball player ever. <laughs> I know some of you listening to me and said, you know, LeBron James. Uh, nah. All right. Michael Jordan. Oprah Winfrey committed to getting better. She was molested as a young girl, but refused to allow it to stop her. Now, we know that today she is one of the most listened to and wealthiest woman in the world because she committed to getting better. This moment is provoking great innovation and creativity because stuff is not working no more. <laughs> Everything's shut down. Now, I believe that God has allowed that to happen so that he can deal with our hearts. Deal with our uh, convenience mentality that think that Christianity is a, a door salvation only uh, that doesn't require grit. It doesn't require stanima. It doesn't require uh, being proven. But I'm letting you know the gospel of Jesus Christ, whether you're a businessman or you are a principal over school, or you are an entrepreneur that's making millions, or you're just a um, cafeteria worker at a middle school. We have to understand that God would allow things to come on the earth, just like the coronavirus and the racist, racism and, and things that's going on in our, our particular legal systems, right? God has allowed that to happen to not kill us, but provoke greatness. To get us to a place that we recognize our personal shortcomings or our sin. But then on the other side of the coin, that we may discover greater riches of innovation and creativity. Okay? So don't struggle with settling. And struggling with settling is when you become too familiar or common with sameness. Consumed with the average and medium. 
And I think the church has literally become too comfortable. Prior to the coronavirus, evangelism was down. Prayer was down. People stopped attending church. That was down. And that's been for the last five to ten years. Uh, lethargy had set in in many streams and areas in the body of Christ. Lethargy has had settled in and began to corrupt the bones of faith. Our faith has become brittle. We're not able to take anything. That's why suicide is where it is today is because um, the character to handle transition and pain has been at a low degree. So when pain and struggle happens, we break under the pressure. So God will apply the pressure, not to break us or kill us, but to develop us as leaders and to work those muscles that haven't been worked worked to exercise our faith on the another level not just furthering and getting more economics to God be the glory for that but to exercise our faith in our spiritual life in our personal life so that we can become strong in our leadership and not brittle you know many of us as leaders our relationship with the Lord has been functional but not fulfilling Functional, but not fulfilling. The Lord has never been a God that accepts the mediocre. We know the Bible talks about in Revelation, the second and third chapter. And he talked about, uh, I think it's the church of Ephesus. And he said that you do great everything, you know, you do great things. But he said, your love for me has changed. Your love is functional, but it's not fulfilling. Okay. And I think that that is something, not only think, I know uh, as a leader, what God is dealing with us in our heart, that he's requiring us to lament. Not just repent, but lament. You re repent is to uh, ask God for forgiveness uh, of your sin and to turn about face, turn from the sin. That's repentance, but to, to lament means to be sorrowful of your sin. It's a sorrow that comes with your behavior that you have fallen or you've made a mistake. And I don't know how we got out over here <laughs> in Legacy Leadership Alliance, but I believe the Holy Spirit is perfect. And I'm right on target, right? Uh, because if we're going to really impact the world and do great exploits, we must be sensitive to the dealings of the Lord and commit to getting better, not just better economically, not just better in our ability to sing and be uh, have finesse, but also as leaders commit to getting better spiritually. Listen, now, if we are not careful, if we are not careful as leaders, familiarity could create a character flaw that begins to downgrade what I call purpose. What do, you, what, what do I mean about familiarity? Listen, you could get caught up in what I just said, getting caught up in a relationship with the Lord that's only functional but not fulfilling. That functional relationship with God becomes the norm. 
you have settled for a functional relationship that lacks the ability or the power to be fulfilled. And, and fulfilling on God's side is intimacy. Fulfillment, meaning how God sees a relationship, is a relationship that is passionate, a relationship that is not top-heavy, meaning you have progressed as a leader economically or as a pastor, the church have grown, but you haven't. Your intimacy, your prayer life, your revelation haven't grown. In fact, many times as leaders, we start settling for the platform of the, the exaltation of where God has elevated us to. And to maintain that has stolen what got us there. What got us there was prayer, right? It was prayer. It was the pursuit of purpose. But now purpose has uh, transcended or purpose has become more important than prayer. So we spend more time organizing as leaders, administrating as leaders, stra uh, creating strategic strategies as leaders. But our prayer life is starving and our prayer life has become so mediocre that the only time that we really seek God is when we're in trouble. <laughs> and you know I'm telling the truth on that one, right? I think it was Master P uh, got into uh, some type of altercation with another rapper, and he, and he said that uh, you need to put some respect on my name. <laughs> there needs to be some lamenting on repenting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God wanting intimacy. He don't want us to settle for where we are because when we settle, it can become a disease that cripples spiritual advancement and inner freedom. You see, as leaders, we don't want to just be obligated to God, but yet lose interest in seeking God or seeking God's face. Well, my time is up. It goes by so quickly. You know, something I learned through the coronavirus, in fact, I learned several things. One thing I've learned is a greater measure of appreciating the Lord for who he is to me. Um, not just Bishop Sean Cooper to have to run the ministry and I got to get this done, that done, organization, administration, delegation, uh, all the different um, modules and things we created has to be managed or my music, I got to get back to the music, our school of greatness, the transitions that we're making, taking our curriculum, putting on a digital platform with creating avatars, yada, yada, yada. You know, God is not just interested in me doing stuff for him. He's interested in it, but he's more interested in me loving him and knowing him. The capacity that I can hear his voice and I can talk to him. It is a love affair. Well, I got to get out of here. Well, listen, I want to once again encourage you, inspire you to uh, order my new book, The Journey to Greatness, 15 Points that will guide you to discover your personal greatness. Of course, you can pick up a copy on Barnes & Noble, Kindle, Amazon, all of the book outlets, medium outlets. You get that book, The Journey to Greatness. And of course, all proceeds go to 
family resources for education and power empowerment. Uh, that's our, of course, our nonprofit. But the program is School of Greatness. So all of the proceeds go to the School of Greatness. I want you to subscribe. Send this to a friend and let's grow this. Remember, it is better to live by principle than to die by impulse. You go with God and be incredibly, incredibly blessed.